Let's look at NFL. It is a football Friday. Last night, I don't know. Well, in, in professional football, I guess anything is possible. But the Chicago Bears now move to 4-1 and one on the season, taking down Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-19. to 19. It happened. It happened. And in that game, you know, Nick Foles, 30 for 42, 243 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Uh, David Montgomery had 10 carries for 29 yards and a tutty. You had Allen Robinson getting 10 catches for 90 yards. And what, Jimmy Graham, believe it or not, my friends, Jimmy Graham targeted five times, caught three of them for 33 yards, and are you ready for this? Jimmy Graham got a touchdown. Jimmy Graham already has four touchdowns on the season. Rowdy, how? What's happening? What happened with, I mean, I'm glad we got big Bob Tanyan. Jimmy Graham, for some reason, now playing his 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 heart out for Nick Foles. But whatever about Jimmy Graham. It's the, 2020. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's a good point. Remember when uh, we turned the page in January to 2020, and then all of a sudden he had a game against the Seahawks? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did have a game against the And then we said adios after that uh, Niners game. So with the Bears now moving to 4-1, and one, and the Packers are obviously on their bye week. Are the Bears actually a legit threat to the Green Bay Packers in the NFC? In the NFC North specifically? Are the Chicago Bears actually a legit threat? They're 4-1. and one. I still don't see it. I don't see it either, but here they are. 4-1. and one. How do you explain it? Right. If you go right down, right down the, the line. Head coach. Would you rather have Nagy, who had, who had a good season two years ago, or would you rather have Matt LaFleur, who's firing on all cylinders with his offense so far through four weeks? I would prefer Matt LaFleur. I think we would all take Aaron Rodgers over Nick Foles. Yes, don't even have to we've, think about we've it. We've talked about how the Packers running backs are probably the best tandem in the NFL. Uh-huh. The best tandem the Packers have had in years. I think I would take those two. Over David Montgomery. Montgomery. Yes. Offensive line. What have we done? Nothing but talk it up all year. Three about sacks. About how on they've Rogers. given up just three sacks in four games. Three sacks. And that's with injuries. Yep. I think I'm going to take the Packers offensive line over the Bears. I'm right there with you. Okay. That is everything on offense. All right. Now let's the Packers turn. are better. Now, how about the defensive defense? line? Obviously, you got to go with the Bears. Bears are Bears. Have, what do we always know about the Bears? They always have a pretty good defense. No doubt. How good is it this year? No doubt. But then if you look at the back end of the Packers, the back end of the Packers secondary has been pretty solid this year. We've talked about how Jair Alexander is one of the best corners, and he's been graded out as the best corner so uh-huh. far through four games. You still have Amos, Savage, King. Yep. You have some good nickelbacks these days. Not the band. Not the band. The players. Sullivan's been solid. Yep. I mean, you have a lot. Of, Raven Green is now back and healthy. You have a lot of guys back there. I got to clear the air really quick. Not to say that Nickelback is a bad band. I do enjoy Nickelback. You do as well, correct? Yeah, they're solid. They got some bangers. Okay, but yes. All right, then. How about though, um, Zadarius Smith? Isn't well, he like yeah, tied? even at even at outside linebacker? I'd say it's pretty tough for the. Yes, they have Khalil Mack, but I mean Zadarius a beast. Yes, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith will throw Rashawn Gary in there to make some people happy. <laughs> I don't think. If you, I, I really don't know if the Bears have an edge at outside linebacker. 
I, I, I now I'd give them the edge 100 percent at middle linebacker, inside linebacker. Oh yeah, I mean injuries decimated the Packers in there, but, but those guys are still doing pretty well for themselves. But I for think the Packers clear cut. The Bears are only probably better on the defensive line and at inside linebacker. I think it's toss ups in the secondary. I think it's toss ups at outside linebacker. Yeah, uh, we'll keep talking Yet about we're it. We're taking every single offensive position, including the head coach for the Packers. Yeah, I still think the Bears are fool's gold. I think they're fool's gold too. Uh, how many times? I mean, look at the, how, did we did we not say that though about the Packers last year, kind of in their offense? Look at and they the finished teams, thirteen and three. Look at the teams that the Bears have played: the Lions, the Lions who Lions should have won that game. Yeah, the Lions outplayed them. A DeAndre Swift drop is why they lost. Yeah, the Lions had that game. He Bears should have lost that game. Oh. Excuse me, but they beat the New York Giants 17 to 13. Barely. The Giants are terrible. Probably the two worst teams in the NFL reside in the state of New York. And the Bears, the Bears and scored the their Jets and the Giants. The Bears scored their 17 points because they beat the Giants 17 to 13. The Bears scored their 17 points in the first half and then hung on as the Giants scored 13 unanswered and uh, and, and ended we talked on the action zone how bad that the Giants in 2020 NFL where where points are are at being run up at yeah the new giants highs. are terrible new highs people are scoring at it's all about a passing league right it's all about the quarterback yeah. save the quarterback save the offense score a bunch of points the giants are averaging 11.8 points a game that's embarrassing <laughs> the bears barely won that game i know it's the nfl so barely it still counts yeah but that's not impressive no then you had the falcons completely fall apart for the, the second week in a row cratering and that now was you another have... win. They looked god awful and scored only eleven points against the Colts. Who, by the way, Philip Rivers looks so old. Yeah, he does. And they scraped by the Bucks last night. And then night. they scraped by the Bucks. Look, Tom Brady another, forgot it was fourth down. Another old quarterback. Yeah, man, crazy. All right, we'll keep talking about. It, but first, let's go to the phones they, quick. They could easily, easily have one win this season, and that's against the lowly Giants. Yeah, but th- I agree, but they're 4-1. That's one. why they're fool's gold, and man. Re- remember last year we were talking about the Packers being like, wow, how are they 13-3? and three? I don't get it. We'll keep talking about it. Let's go to the phones. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? Hey, fellas. What's up? It's Nick. Hey, Nick. What's up, man? The longer I sat on hold, the higher my blood pressure got. Just listening to you guys talking about you know the Bears, I'm just like, let me chime in, let me chime in, let me chime in, let me chime in. It's just, Patience is a virtue, for, for, my friend. First off, first off, I have never heard the word good and nickelback in the same sentence before. So let's just start there. Um, wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about the, the, the people on defense or the band? The band. Nick. Um, good Nick. and nickelback? Oh, man. I look guarantee you, when you're alone in your car and if a nickelback song comes on, you look around, you look around again, double check, make sure no one else is around, and you turn it up a little bit and sing along. Hell no. <laughs> Uh, Lies. I will find a Celine Dion song before I find that. Ooh, um, okay. So, so uh, in regards to the you know the, the offense and defense and the Packers and the Bears, first off, you don't our defense doesn't match up against their defense. Our offense doesn't line up against our their offense. It's how does our offense go up against their defense, and how would their defense go up against, or how would their offense go up against our defense? Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't it doesn't match up. The Bears' offense would not score against the Packers' defense as much as they've done against the Giants, the Colts. I mean, look look at the Packers on the other side. The Packers scored 43 points against a Vikings defense that is supposed to be this, like, unbelievable defense. It's like the, the Packers would put up, you know, 30, 35 against the Bears. Then you, yeah. start, then you start looking at, okay, who have the Packers beaten, who have the Bears beaten, and who have their 
opponents played. Okay, remember, the Packers beat the Saints. The Saints beat the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers took uh, the Bears down to a, a fourth down that Brady, you know, in Brain his old age, forgot what down it was. Yeah. I'm like, the, that wouldn't have even been a game. So I, I'm looking at the game next week for the Packers against Tampa Bay and going, I'm licking my chaps. Yeah, same. Is, you know, going into the game, I was eh. You know, going into last night, I'm thinking, man, the Packers versus Tampa, that's going to be a good game. I'm not thinking that much anymore. I mean. All right. All right. You're, you're going to be fired up, Nick. Everything's I, spot on besides your Nickelback take, but hell yeah. Like, yo, man, you know, of all people, you would be a Nickelback. Okay, fan. here's you the get- thing, Nick. Let me, let me be, I'll become completely clean here. I was once a Nickelback hater, just like everyone else, right? I was once a Nickelback hater. And I've then, never heard of anyone going from a hater to a fan. Well, here's it's usually the, the other I'm not, way around. I'm not going to say I'm a fan, but I, I am. I can appreciate good songs when I hear them. So, you mean the, the one song they have? Well, they, oh, the dude, they got a lot of bangers. They got, they got, a, got a lot, lot more than bangers, one song. They got a lot. Okay, Nick, let me come clean, though, okay? So I found myself, probably like you do right now, you just don't want to admit it because you want to look like a big, burly, tough guy. I get it. But, Nick, I was in my car alone, and Nickelback songs would come on, and all of a sudden... I wouldn't change the station, and I would be singing along. So I said, why hide who I am? Be open and proud about it. I like they, Nickelback. I they, like have a, they have a lot of songs, but they're all the same. You, you can't Nick, tell do the you difference. Like, do you like ACDC? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've made the same song since 1974. Yeah, but it, it, it's not the same. I mean, oh, I, I can't, I can't do Nickelback. That's okay. In, you, you know what, though? You can have your nickel back. You can have... Oh, God. I, all, I can, all I picture is literally a picture, a guy. Look at this photograph. You know, I don't when, need when, a nickel back. I only take quarters. <laughs> you know, when it, when it comes to bands, give me an Aerosmith. Oh, That's dude, yeah, for sure. Now, I love Aerosmith. That's a band. Nick, so. is Nickelback super cheesy and generic radio rock? Yes. But does that serve a purpose in life sometimes? Yeah, it does. It, it, well, yeah, of course it does. It makes all the other bands look that much better. <laughs> Nick, I love it when you call it, brother. Hey, have a great weekend. Yeah, you out. too, man. See ya. And I know Nick's, or I guarantee you Nick <laughs> you, right now is turning this, the radio up and singing along. You got you got him when he went silent when you said, do you like ACDC? And he goes, yeah. Listen, listen. <laughs> he knew listen, right there. Listen, does Nickelback, does Nickelback know where their bread's buttered? Yes. They make the, essentially the same kind of songs. ACDC literally has made the same song since 1974. They just released, ACDC just released a new song, right? ACDC's brand new song sounds like every other single song they have ever made since 1974. Here's the new one. Huh, where have I heard that before? Oh, dude. There's nothing better than just classic American kick-in-the-ass rock. Rowdy, this song it sounds like it was made in 1974 when ACDC had their debut album. Yeah, what's that? Uh, what was the album that came out? And Nick, out? I love you, brother. I love ACDC and Nickelback. What was the album that they had that came out probably like a decade ago? You know, it was like their new one. I can't even think of what it was called. ACDC? Yeah, they had a new one like a decade ago. Um, God, it's probably called like, let's see, a decade, 1992, oof. Rock or Bust was 2014, 
The Razor's Edge, 1990. That was a while ago. Black Ice was 2008. I think it was Black, the Black Ice one. I think is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Stiff Upper Lip was 2000. But all those songs, that album reminds me of exactly what you're playing right now. Listen, you get yourself a little shuffle rock beat, a bass going on eight eighth notes, do, 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 and three rock chords, power chords, and a little screeching, and you got yourself a damn good song, brother. Let's listen. Come on, bro. That's just what it is. Good old classic American rock. ACDC, baby. Uh, but I guess I, I guess ACDC is from Australia. So good old classic down under rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then American bands gravitated towards it. Who doesn't love it? Are you ready to rock? <laughs> Nothing like a good old American rock band. Yeah, they're from Australia. From Australia. <laughs> Who was that? That was like a couple years ago, I think we were talking about the same thing, and someone said, Yeah, nothing like a good old American rock band, Rolling it was about Stones a, it or was so, Ozzy it was Osbourne. Like, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> it's like, well, Ozzy's not American, but I mean, I guess what you're saying. All right, so there you go. And by the way, uh, Nickelback is not American either, they're Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> They're Canadian. So uh, there's that. Maybe, Nick, it's time to put the Canadian bias away and just appreciate it is what it is. They're just, they're just, they're good. You don't got to love them. I'm just saying they're good. They got some bangers. Real quick, Major League Baseball playoffs are going on. And the blows, I said this at the six o'clock hour. I'll say it again right now. The blows keep coming in 2020. 2020 continues to be just terrible. Why? Because we've never known the Miami Marlins to be postseason losers. Until last night, yesterday, Rowdy. Yeah, history made in 2020. History made. Every time the Marlins would make the playoffs, they would win the World Series, but not this year. Not 2020. Swept by the Braves. 2020 stinks. The Braves sweep them, winning seven to nothing yesterday. The Houston Astros moved to the ALCS as well after taking down the Athletics in a crazy game, 11 to six. A lot of runs. Granky just didn't have his stuff, but um, well, he was dinged, for him. He was dinged up. They didn't even know if he was going to start that game. He's got a little injury, yeah. Um, the Strohs the Strohs and the Brewers were both the same record-wise entering the playoffs, 29 and 31. They both made history of being below 500 and making the playoffs. The Astros are in the ALCS. The Brewers are on their couch watching everything unfold. Yeah, you know, but you also kind of have to look at the roster, right? Yeah. That Astros roster has a ton more talent than the Brewers roster did though they were both 29 and 31 mm-hmm. and the first two teams to ever make the postseason with losing records. The Strohs, are they, are they cheating? Did they find new ways to cheat? Rob, I, we know Rob Manford's not going to do anything if they do get caught. I find it hard to believe if they were cheating. One, you'd be able to hear the banging on the, on the trash can 100%, right? You would definitely be able to tell. Yeah. And two, I don't even know, do they even have the Jumbotrons working during these games since... There's no no fans in the There's stands. There's no fans yeah. in the stands. No one really needs to see it. Well, are they going to resort to just the like flashlights? Like, because weren't they saying they're like sh- like shining flashlights? I, don't know. I too? think I think this Astros team is just a good team, just a good solid team with a lot of talent. That's whether they whether they cheated to win a World Series or not, they still had a lot of talent on it. Yeah. Now, obviously, they should still be disciplined for cheating, but they do have a lot of talent, and I think, like you just said, 
they're starting to hit their stride. It was only a 60-game season. Yeah. They were playing 500 ball, and now all of a sudden they're putting it together. Yeah, I think they're, they're what, 5-1 and one now in the playoffs? Yeah, they're crushing it, dude. Uh, and then also in the games yesterday, the Yankees uh, tied the series up at two apiece against the Rays. That's a pretty good series. Yeah, that's a uh, game five. Deciding yeah. game five is tonight. That's uh, Glass now is going for the Rays, and I believe it's Garrett Cole on short rest again for the Yankees. Uh-oh, Garrett Cole. You know what happens when Garrett Cole's on the mound. You know who has taken Garrett Cole yard the most? G-G-G-G, you nut. G-Man Choi, that's our guy. Former friend of the Milwaukee Brewers. G-Man Choi. And Rowdy nailed it with that one. Ready for it? Yeah, this is actually pretty wild, though. Glassnow is going on just two days rest. Blake Snell, if you remember, who's the Rays' ace, he took the ball game one and actually uh, was the starter when the Rays lost to the Yankees, where Garrett Cole obviously was his opposite yeah. for the Yankees in game one. Glassnow is going to take it on just two days rest instead of Schnell on three. All right, I'm calling it right now, Rowdy. My guy. Well, I should say our guy. G-Man Choi, a.k.a. G-Unit. He is going to take Garrett Cole yard once again. I think he's got like five dingers off Garrett Cole. I would love to see the Rays win this. But I don't know. That's a that's a tall task asking how long do you think a guy that's on two days rest is really going to go? Glass, I mean, Glass now's you can't expect him to throw six innings. The, the, Rays, the Rays used up a lot of bullpen last night. That's why we need G-Man stick against the Yankees, obviously. And I, how much left do they have in that bullpen? You already have a guy that's going to be on, you know, short rest. Is Blake Schnell going to throw? Are they going to bring him in in relief? And obviously you have Garrett Cole. Yeah. One of the best pitchers in baseball. Cool. He's on the mound for the Yankees. Cool. That's a tall task for the Rays, cool. but I'd love to see him win. Who is Garrett Cole's kryptonite though, Rowdy? G-Man Choi. G-Man Choi. G-Man Choi is a beast against Garrett Cole. He takes him yard. He's the most to take Garrett Cole yard is G-Man Choi. In play. It's crazy. Yeah, Let's probably go. out of every single major league hitter, G-Man Choi has had the most success against Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's insane. And <laughs> Some, Something you would never guess. Never. So um, if you guys remember in the before time, pre-Rona, we had these things called trivia nights where you could go to a bar and hang out with your friends. What a crazy concept, right? Yeah, in the before times, that used to happen. If we ever get back to that, remember that, that G-Man Choi owns Garrett Cole, if there's ever some sports trivia. There you go. And finally, the other game that uh, happened yesterday, uh, the Dodgers swept the Padres. They have now punched their ticket to the NLCS as they uh, beat the Padres 12-3. to Yeah, Dodgers are really good. They are a good team. I think... Uh... So Braves, the Bra- Dodgers. The Braves have been the Braves have been hot, obviously too, since they've they're five and zero in the playoffs. They swept the Reds, though that was like the lowest scoring series of all time. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they just swept the Marlins, but it is the Miami Marlins. <laughs> I don't think they even would have won eighty games in a in a normal one hundred sixty two game season. They'd probably be content winning seventy. Yeah, but hey, it's the 60 game season. They're here. 60 game season. You know, people wanted to kick him out of major league baseball after as Derek Jeter said, one of his players went out for a milk and that's how the COVID-19 outbreak happened right away for the Marlins. Remember people were saying they wanted to get him the boot that they did pretty damn well for themselves for going from COVID patient zero to now 
Yeah, think about the... I guess out of the playoffs, but Obviously, still. there were three teams that had big outbreaks. It was the Marlins, the yep. Phillies, and the Cardinals. Yep. Now, the Marlins basically gave it to the Phillies because the Marlins went out for their milk, <laughs> and then they played the, the Phillies knowing they had positive tests. Remember, that was Don Mattingly's the manager of the Marlins, and he said, yeah, we basically were like, well, no one's like dying or anything, so yeah. let's just play. Yeah. The Marlins and the Cardinals both made the playoffs. Yep. And they were they were teams that, like you said, they were talking about, oh, should these teams be disqualified? Should these teams be shut down for the rest of the year? Yeah, they wanted to they said they hey, just take it off. They both made the playoffs. Yeah. And and I mean, for all Brewer fans out there, be thankful for this, but without the Phillies going 3 and 7 in the last 10 games, they would have made the playoffs too and they had to take time off. Mhm. God. And here's did, the other thing. Did that actually did did that actually help these teams? Being that they had to shorten up games, playing only seven innings, double headers. Conspiracy theory Friday. Derek Jeter somehow knew COVID nineteen would help the Marlins make it to the playoffs. He's the one that spiked that milk with COVID nineteen to start the outbreak for the Marlins to wait in the weeds and readjust. Derek Jeter spiked the milk. I don't know how it makes sense, but figure it out. Conspiracy theories rarely make sense, so you got to figure it out on your own. Do your own research. No, he didn't. He didn't spike the milk. He stole all the milk, so they had to go out and get some. Oh yeah, there you go. He stole from the hotel, so they had to go get all milk. Okay, there. It's all making sense now. Uh, so, <laughs> and so then yeah, you couple this in. So the Dodgers really good, gigantic payroll, right? Yankees really good, gigantic payroll. They just tied their series up. Hey. And A Rod's prediction: Alex Rodriguez still alive. Remember at the beginning of the year. He went on a huge limb and said, I think it's going to be the Dodgers versus the Yankees. And that's how he, he Do, Dodgers, right? Yeah, that's how he says Dodgers. It. Yeah, really a big far limb out there, dude. And then we'll look at their bank accounts, their payroll. Speaking of payroll, the Brewers, $178 million lost in revenue with no one through the, uh, the gates. David Stern's already talking about cutting payroll. Rowdy, get ready. Get ready for some lean years coming yeah, up. Yeah, next year for sure could be a pretty brutal to watch the Milwaukee Brooders. The the w- Brooders. I was going to call them the Booers. Oh no, I'm sorry. The, the Ewers or the Booers. What well, uh, Brooders? I kind of Brooders. Like, I kind of like that too. The Brooders. All right, over under win total next year if there's 162 games. What do you think the Brewers will be, the Brooders will be set at? Well, if they don't really change a whole lot or they scrap a lot of the guys that they brought in on those one-year deals, they're not looking to spend much money and they're going to bring in those same type of players. And they're going to spend less money. Ceiling for the team? 80 wins? Oh. Yeah, that's probably it, though. I don't even think if there's 162 games this year, I don't think I think they'd be lucky to get to 80 wins. They'd probably be, yeah, 80, 82 to 80. I mean, they're a, they were a 500 team, probably slightly below 500. That's where they finished. But, yeah, Ugh, the the Ewers. All right, welcome they back. They were on pace this this season. It was a 162-game season at what they were playing at to win 78, 79 Ugh. games. The Ewers. They're probably right around the same spot, 80-ish games. <laughs> and they're even talking about cutting back even more because of COVID. I hate you, COVID. I hate you. Who who are the teams that have won a lot of the World Series lately? The Red Sox. You gotta Phillies, have that bankroll. You need money. Yankees, you need Dodgers, money, money. Astros. They're all up there at the top. 
for payroll. You got to have the cash. Cash if, is king. If you take out that one season where the Kansas City Royals won it, the last 10, 20 years, yeah. you're not going to see many low, low-budget teams besides the Royals and probably the Marlins. <sighs> I'm not ready for this. Brewers' farm system stinks, and most of the roster stinks. The Ewers! Good morning, gentlemen. It's been a while. Well, where have you been, Jay? Uh, well, I've been busy. It's my busy time of the season. You know, my family owns an apple orchard. and so. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Yes, it definitely is your busy time. I, I, I am, I, you know, besides that and the marshmallows and, you know, the orchard, it's just... Uh, and you got two little rugrats running around, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Um, first of all, with the Brewers, you know, you can't really look at this year and be like, oh, hey, you know, they're only going to be 81, 81. You know, we've seen the Brewers, we've seen Craig Council, we've seen David Stearns able to put something together where they do go on a run sometime in the middle of the season. Was it going to happen this year? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, just take this year as it is. It was a we got to grin and bear it, Jason. Exactly. I mean, what happens next? I mean, what happens in 162 games between six months is not conducive of what, what happened in two months and 60 games. Uh, just, you know, throw that out and just, you know, see what happens next year. Yeah. David Stearns, still trust. Okay, I like you being the captain of hope right now. I appreciate that. Well, I'm always the captain of hope. I, mean, I, I see the glasses, you know, I've already had half my drink and I got half more yet to go. I'm so full of hope. I'm, that's I'm how the I have, you know, hope, so. half a glass yeah. full is yeah. looked at in my yeah. in my The captain of hope. Thing. We all got to be captains exactly. of hope every now and then, you know? So, you guys ready for a Ooh. diss or dat? Yeah, hang on. Let me get to uh, game show music. Uh, <laughs> as I do that, Jason, tell us about your apple orchard real quick. All right, so the Apple Orchard is just north of Elkhorn and Abel's Corners. No, we do not have a uh, uh, pick-your-own, but we do. Uh, what if I come in the apples. middle? Of the, what if I come in the middle of the night when you're sleeping? Can I pick my own? Uh, then I would hunt you down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But yes, more on your Apple Orchard. I'm sorry, I have the game music whenever you're ready. But no problem, man. Yeah, uh, the apples, on. the apples that we have. You know, we have your honey crisp, but we do have some Cortland's. But we are an heirloom apple orchard. Basically, Ooh. you're gonna find apples that you will never find before. Ooh. Like one of our favorites is a pink pearl, pink on the inside, sweet and tart. It's like absolutely fantastic. Sounds awesome. So I've got some of that stuff at the uh, Fort Atkinson Farmers Market tomorrow morning, from eight to noon. So. Awesome, dude. Cool. Love it. Um, so. All right, we're ready for, uh, uh, you know, Wisconsin's favorite number one game show. I got the music playing, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Here we go, boys. Uh, A couple of Packer questions to start you off with. I know it was after four weeks. We're 4-0. You know, the first week or two, it's, you know, we overhype everything. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the Bears last night, um, that was just uh, craptastic football. I watched the last quarter of that game, and that was just horrible. Anyway. Getting back to the Packers right now and trying to judge all the quarterbacks in just the NFC right now. Who is better, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? No, stop. Oof. Ah, I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, and I'm going to go with Mr. Unlimited. Russell Wilson, just because he's got the legs. He, like in years past, has come for like 85% of their offense. I, I Right now, give me Russ the edge. 
Yeah, I'm with Debo on this one. It's got to be Russell Wilson. If you look at, he is that everything for that Seattle's offense. And with how bad that defense is, they're winning these shootout games every single week. And they ask Russell Wilson to put it on his back. Where Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's been great this year. But that scheme in Matt LaFleur's system has him throwing to open receivers almost every single time he drops back. And his name is, nickname is Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited, though, has uh, Unlimited been sacked uh, <laughs> multiple times. True. M- at least two or three times more than what Rodgers has been sacked. Oh, he also has uh, turned the ball over. Uh, let me see. I mean, he's got like three or four interceptions. Yeah, Rodgers has none. Rodgers has none. Nothing. But I mean, I'll, that team I'll has- give the edge here, though, Jason, is uh, have you seen Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh my God! Just whoo! I need a cold shower. We're not, we're not, we're not doing it on wipes here. Hey, Evo. you didn't, you didn't have any stipulations. <laughs> All right, what's the next we're not question? Doing wipes? We're doing quarterback. <laughs> I it, Rogers right now has been playing out of his mind. I got to give it to Rogers. I mean, the yeah, fact he's that he's right there too. It, yeah, I mean, I, he's he just the fact that that team in itself has no turnovers. So. All right, next question. Um, Let's go, baby. Here we go. Number two, biggest threat to the NFC, to the Packers. Last night, uh, I still have this on here because I uh, put this question earlier this week. On uh, uh, I wrote it down. Tampa Bay or Seattle or the field? Or the field. Oof. Um, or the field. What's the biggest threat to the Packers right now? God. I would say... I'm going to continue. I guess I'll continue the love with Russ. I'm going to say the Seattle Seahawks. Just Russell Wilson, I never count that dude out. And he's shown that when the odds are against him, against the Packers, he's been able to come up roses. I would say the Seahawks. Or, yeah, Seahawks. Rowdy? I'm going to go with the field. I think when it comes to playoffs, Russell Wilson's going to have to be asked to continue to do so much for that team that once he starts facing a better team, the fact that his defense gives up like 30 points a game, Oh. That isn't going to last. What about this? Can we say COVID-19? That's that, that's a cop-out. <laughs> okay, I'll still go with the Seahawks then. So, um, I, I kind of have to agree with the field. I mean, Tampa last night on an, uh, a different field didn't look good. You get Brady out of his element and out of his, you know, uh, his home field turf, they're not going to be... Uh, as good in the playoffs as everybody thinks they're going to be. Seattle's definitely be a formidable foe, but if the Packers have to go on the road, that's where I, I kind of have to worry about it, as we saw last year when going to San Francisco. Um, we'll get to uh, the upcoming uh, schedule next week in another dis or dat. But finally, gentlemen, uh, we'll kind of take it down a notch and make it a little bit uh, more uh, happy here on a Friday since it is a bye week. Hey. And- Really, no. End of the week. I love happy endings. Let's go. Um, Okay, then. Um, (laughs) No comment. Who doesn't? So is Robert Kraft. Final final (laughs) dis or dat for you. It is fall or autumn or whatever you want to call it. You know, the only season with two names. So (laughs) there's two drinks that are very uh, common at this point in, uh, in fall or autumn. What is what should be the fall autumn's drink of choice should it be pumpkin spice lattes or should it be apple cider 
This is an easy one, dude. If you want to see the most basic chicks everywhere wearing the Han Solo outfit with the riding boots and the vest wearing the leggings, you go with pumpkin spice. We're not basic around here. We got to go with the apple cider. That just screams fall. Jay, you said it yourself. You're working your ass off in the orchard because this is your busy season. Why? Because <laughs> people want the cider. I say cider. Cider is great. 100% apple cider. We are not no basic bitches around here. We don't need no pumpkin spice. Doesn't matter the time of year, Jason. Fall, spring, winter, summer. I don't drink anything that says latte. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, uh, um, what about like a uh, like, uh, coffee latte stout? All right, now you're talking my language. I'll take that. I do drink uh, lot. I do drink lattes. Oh, Jay, one, one quick diss or dat for you. It's from my brother Doogie. He said diss or dat, sure. ACDC or Nickelback. Oh God, ACDC. <laughs> right, I, I, I've actually, but here, here's the thing: I've actually partied with Nickelback. <laughs> so, and you drink them all under the table. Uh, Jay, it was a pleasure. I love playing this or that. We love it, my friend. All right, brothers. I uh, will uh, catch you later. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. See cheers. you, buddy. And cheers and have fun in that apple orchard, my friend. There he is. That's fun. That was a good one. Field, you go into the field. Yeah, I mean, you get more options there than just pegging well, I just, one team. What do we know as Packer fans? When you have a quarterback that's asked to do it all with limited supporting cast mm-hmm. and a terrible defense, what happens in the playoffs? You come up short. Yep. We live that story from 2011 till what, 2016 with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers roster? Yep. Sorry, Russ, <laughs> but you need that Legion of Boom. Yeah, man, Russell Wilson is such a beast to watch, though. He is so freaking fun, man. It is uh, it is a thing of beauty watching Russell Wilson out there. Same as Rodgers, though. It's a different kind of beauty, right? right? Let's go to the phones really quick. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? You got Bob. How are you doing this hey, morning? Hey, Bobby. I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good, man. Hey, I got a question. Since yeah. you're doing this or that seems to be the theme, do we go with Charlie or Dave? For a caller? Which yep. one do I prefer? Oofta. Oofta. Charlie called in a couple times this morning, and he was annihilated talking about like how he made a uh, a grilled cheese sandwich with extra American cheese. So he that, may have a foster brother, and he too. might have a foster brother. So that was riveting. And then Dave called in and called me a transgender. Um, but they both call in; they both don't make sense. Both their takes are ridiculous, <laughs> and they're both trolls. So how do you pick between the two? Charlie is nicer to me. Normally, we put it to a, a poll: caller of the year. Who would you pick, Bob? I mean, I love all the callers. I love everyone like they're my own children, even though I'm younger than a lot of them. Who, who would you go with, Bob? I got to go with Charlie because he's got at least a reason that he's crazy. That's good. Well, so does Dave, though. I mean, Dave, Dave's a blind guy. No, Dave's just crazy to be crazy, I think. Dave lives, Dave feeds off of calling into radio sports talk shows and pissing people off. Like, he, that's his MO. Like, he feeds off of it. Charlie just Wait. slams a bunch of beer and then dials like, it's a motor reflex or whatever number stored in his brain. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to completely switch gears and tell you one other thing. Yeah, please. You said yesterday about buying half a Christmas tree. Yeah, it was the news of the weird. Right. So clearly you don't have kids. No, no. Nope. Because let me explain to you why you have to have a full tree. Because when your kids come home and they take that cottage dish thing and clap <laughs> a picture on it or they draw <laughs> something... You need to be like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. Why don't we hang it back here? Bob. And then, Bob, now it all makes sense. I was once that kid bringing home those right? pictures and that cottage cheese-looking dish from art class, and now it makes sense of why it was hanging in the back of the tree. 
And then you look at mom and dad, and you're like, hey, how come it's going way back there? And they're like, oh, because it looks so pretty. <laughs> and all the neighbors can see it in the front window. It all makes sense now. I just didn't get a chance to call in and explain that to you, but when you have kids, you'll completely <laughs> okay, understand. Okay, that makes sense, Bob. Uh, Bob, Bob we got to be in so people see it out the window. Dad, why are the drapes always pulled? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bob, what are you doing uh, with no bell, with no Packers this uh, weekend on the bye? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm working again, it's, which at least is keeping up, you know, keeping me busy. But, yeah, this sucks. It does suck, the dude. The capital sucks. We're rolling. We're rolling. Like, the nut kick continuum keeps coming. You know what's going to happen, right? It's going to be COVID-19 is going to, like, end the Packers season or something. Right. And I have season tickets to the Badgers. I don't get to see Grand Mertz. I'm not even going to get into it because that's what Dave's dreaming of is just trolling me into that (laughs) conversation, which I'm not going to go. I'm not going to fall into that hole. But And then, like you said, I got this bad, really bad gut feeling. Like, not only did the bye come at the wrong time, but we'll get rolling again and then something. The wheels would come off the bus, like COVID or something. Well, like Brown County's the hot spot right now in America for COVID. Right. Packers are in their bye week, and this just happened about a couple minutes ago. The Jets are now shutting down their facilities as they now have a presumptive positive player test positive, obviously today. So the Jets now are shutting it down. I mean, the Jets suck ass, but still, it's an NFL team shutting it down. Well, that's not really an NFL team. True. But, I mean, they, they are shutting it down. But. <laughs> well, All Bobby, right, you well, keep on keeping on, brother. You know what? I want you to run a poll, though. Everybody who calls in. Oh, last, and I promise to hang up. Yeah, you're good. I heard our promo. Dude, if the Packers get in to the playoffs, I will call in, and we are going to roll a new promo for the Packer game. And you need to put the words together in a beautiful rhythm like you did last time. Bob, I just did that off the dome. Promo, I just said that off the top of the dome. You know, I didn't even write it down. That's just, that's just, it just flowed. Okay, well, dude, then maybe you just need to go with the natural, I'll call in unannounced, and we will knock one out. You got it, bu- you got it brother. Much oh. love, brother. Have a good weekend. And we got another caller for you, Bobby, so just just listen, okay? Hey, Scotty, what's up? Good morning, my friend. How you doing? Oh, oh, mind, you living the dream, like Nelson? Yes. How about this? Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. Scotty making his own walk-up music. That's the original from Hank. Nothing better than Hank Williams Jr., Scotty. His, his music. See, I got a question for Nelson. Yes? What is the dumbest dare you ever did and regretted? It would be uh, answering the phone when the light's blinking and you're on the other end. <laughs> now, see, you didn't. I'm just kidding. You I'm, just, your I'm just kidding, Scott. Okay, what is the dumbest thing you ever did? That you can think of, even in high school, that you that you regretted the, the naked Olympics at Governor Dodge. Now, I don't I, think Scotty. Go- everyone got butt ass naked down at uh, Cox Hollow a long time ago, and we did these things called the naked Olympics. And then the park ranger busted us. And we were butt naked. Were you in high school? Yeah, I was. Wow. Yeah, well, I, had, no- I had it hanging, Scott, just swinging in the wind. And I bet you the ma- the male uh, DNR rangers like that too. Oh, he's like, <laughs> you asked for that one. Yeah, something like that, Scott. Nelson, what'd you do, dumb, that you hey, That park ranger, they called it the Naked Olympics. The park ranger said it was just a normal occurrence. Down there, you're probably right. Well, he was going to find me first for catching a gigantic muskie, Scott, but I was like, no, that's just, that's attached to me. I bet you the muskie tried to bite, bite your wiener. <laughs>
You can't hurt Scott. You can't hurt Steele. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, Scotty, but we love you, buddy. You started this. Uh, I did something. But now, so how about you? What's the most embarrassing thing? Man, I'd have to really think, Scott. You put me on this on the spot here. Yeah. Asked out your uh, girlfriend from Adams County. Yeah, I'm gonna send you a picture. I would, I, Scott, trust me, I would never do that to you. What? 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 Send a picture? Picture? You mean? No, no, no. Ask her out. <laughs> that's too. That's too much of a woman care. for Nelson. That's too much of a woman. For I Nelly. would never do it to you, Scott. Dude, I don't care. You wouldn't like her anyway. Scott's fr- free loving for everybody, right? Reason why I bring this up, I was reading my Guinness book about dumping. Yeah, and you and you said that they don't get paid for it. No, you got to pay the people to come watch your Guinness Book of World Record stuff. I ate. All right, hurry up with this. Hold on, say ate thirteen of those those uh, ghost peppers in under a minute, and they're eight thousand times hotter. And Scott, I thought, try it this weekend. I'm not doing that. All right, well, Scotty, we got to talk some football here. We love you. Yeah, have a good day. Right. One, tell one, Bob, two, tell three. Bob, tell Bob you said hey too. Hey Bob too. <laughs> See you, Scott. Bye bye. <laughs> Friday phone calls are always lit, dude. Friday phone Friday phone calls are always lit. You never know what you're gonna get. It all started with our guy Sasquatch Mike. I could have those ghost peppers. Actually, started. You know I hate hot stuff, like hot. Oh foods. my god! If, if Nelson has like a little bit of pepper, he complains about it all day. I could have the hottest ghost pepper you've ever had. Still one drool for your for your girlfriend, Scott. That's how much I respect you. Ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend. Sorry. Still Scott, one drool. And Scott proclaimed she had what triple double triple D's triple D's. Get lost in those things, man. All right. Six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Twitter is <laughs> Twitter is at Zone Madison. You can find us on Twitch TV too. We're streaming there. You can watch the show. You can watch us as we. Uh, <laughs> as we navigate these uncharted caller waters, which are incredible, uh, twitch.tv, search my name, Ebo says, hit that follow and uh, interact that way. Okay, Rowdy, before we get our, our sports director, Zach Heilpernon. How's he going to follow this? I don't talk fast. Well, he's got Graham Mertz to talk about, so it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome here. Uh, I just got a uh, question. Are the Jets shut down for the year? No, they're not. The Jets just, uh, after a presumptive positive player test today, all Jets players and coaches were just sent home per a source. This is Adam Schefter on Twitter and per his source. And um, the Cardinals were scheduled to leave for New York today. So now there are questions whether they can leave to fly east for Sunday's game against the Jets. So now the Cardinals don't know if they can go to New York to play their game. as it, It's just a presumptive positive right now uh, for a player. So I, I, I and that's that's know. tough for the for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, because totally the, the Cardinals are in the holding pattern. Obviously, being out in Arizona, mm-hmm. they were also the team last week that had to play in North Carolina when they played the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So now they were out on the East Coast. They decided to fly back west to Arizona instead of staying out on the East Coast because you know some teams do that. Yep. And now have to fly right back to New York. But now they're in a holding pattern and don't know if they're going or not. Yeah, it's not that is good. a mind f. So the NFL chief medical officer Alan Sills earlier this week about a presumptive positive test said, "quote Risk mitigation, not elimination, is the key. Our protocols are designed to quickly identify new cases, get individuals the care they need, and prevent further spread of the virus. So risk mitigation, not elimination, is the key." 
And now this is all stemming off of the Tennessee Titans. If you didn't hear about the Tennessee Titans story, they've had to reschedule their games or their game coming up because they got an outbreak of COVID-19. So they had a positive test. And then they, they closed the practice facilities and sent down a mandate that there was supposed to be zero team function. They were not supposed to do anything. But what did a bunch of Tennessee Titans do? They went to a private school outside of their facility somewhere and practiced. Guess what happened after they did that? 24 players and staff members got the Rona, got COVID-19. Now, they're all basically asymptomatic, but they all got the Rona, and now they have shut it down for the Tennessee Titans, and they're wondering what the hell they're going to do. What, are they going to reschedule the game for Tuesday? Is that what yeah, they said? Tuesday has been on the on the table. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, they had two days in a row of negatives on, I think it was People Monday were floating around Tuesday. that they should have to forfeit. Yeah, what do you, I mean, what are we, what are they going to do? Forfeiting seems the, I don't know, how realistic is forfeiting though? What's more realistic? Shutting the whole league down for two weeks, which would be in, tough, or making certain teams like the Tennessee Titans who broke the protocol and the mandate and practiced and the breakout, the breakout happened, then do you make them forfeit? What's I think I think the easier solution is the forfeit, right? Because no one has to travel anywhere. You give, you know, like if it was Pittsburgh last week, you give Pittsburgh the win. Obviously, Tennessee has to take the loss. That's a lot easier to do and continue to play the season. Then all of a sudden start switching around weeks, playing extra weeks, saying, oh, no, the Super Bowl's not going to be the first weekend in February. It's going to be mid-March. Yeah. Because how many more extra weeks, if this continues at this rate, are you going to have to make up because other teams are breaking protocol and now not being able to play? Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, it's not good right now. Just the Packers on the bye. Please, please no Rona. All right, let's go to the phones quick. It's the Wild West on the phones today. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? Last time I promised, I promised have a great week to y'all. Charlie, what's up, Third, dude? I thought you train. passed out. I thought you passed out. Hey, y'all. Brody, I'm so proud of this. Uh, uh, one of my neighbors, he's about y'all age. I, he went out without a mask. I'm proud of that. One of your it's neighbors? Was, one of your neighbors went out without a mask? He, yeah, he went out a mask. He, he, I was proud of him. I was sitting <laughs> on my steps, and it's like, I'm proud of him. They're tired of it. It's all a gimmick. Oh. I'm tired of it. Oh, my God. Corona thing. Uh, I like the corner beer. And I'm proud of the Tavern Johnson. Uh, I used to go there. I remember I, I looked up the line, and I know I know the name. It's like you say, oh, James Madison Park. A long time ago, uh, and I love that place. Hey, Charlie, uh, Charlie, we had a guy, uh, we got another caller named Bob calling and say that he likes, he enjoys your phone calls. Give Bob a shout out. Oh, hey, Bob. What's up, brother Bob? <laughs> Buddy, today we're going to have a nice big tailgate party. Yes, we are, Charlie. And without the stupid mask. And, Char- and, and, and I mean, more days, 24 days, and I wake up. I had a, I looked up online for 26 or something like that. Charlie, and I, Charlie, is it true that you, one of your nicknames is Dr. Parlay? Dr. Parlay, six-year-old. How'd you get how, we, Nelson and I were curious. How did you get the nickname Dr. Parlay? Did you you want a parlay or what what happened? I want six. You want six? I want six six. Oh. Like a six-team parlay or six in a row? No, oh, six in a row. Six in a row when Brett Favre was around. When Brett Favre oh. was around, Dr. Parlay, yep. six and in I a row. Didn't always, and I don't always do it with, with Packers. I always picked uh, uh, my bookie goes, uh, he, he's on around with us. He goes, how'd you do it, Charlie? 
It's like, well, I find out who the quarterback is. Yep. Uh, I, well, I don't know if I should tell secrets or lying. Okay. Well, Nelson's Nelson's a pretty good better. He's he's going to take some notes if you don't mind sharing your secrets of why you no, called Dr. Parley. No, I what the hell. Uh, yeah, tell, uh, us. The hell. tell us. Tell uh, us. Uh, pick the old runner who scores the most, and 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 if they're a crappy team, you take the under. Yep. And 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 uh, and uh, Tom Brady loves. Oh, man. breaks my heart. I remember. Uh, and and if they're high score game, do you take the over? Yep. And, uh, Makes sense. And I, I, I can't believe Philip Rivers didn't have better when he. Uh, yeah, he, he was a bolo tie. He was a bolo tie. You ever wear a bolo tie? Uh, no, but <laughs> no, no. But uh, it's like uh, uh, Dan Pouts and Charlie Joyner back then, and yeah. when I when I stayed in the Navy, and we was in and in oh, Seattle. Ch- same... Ch- Charlie, our phone line's blowing up. It's been a crazy day today. I'm glad you, you've resurfaced. Uh-oh. Promise oh, I'm me, glad you. I'm promise glad. me. Hey, doctor. I'm, I'm make someone say. Doctor Parlay, you make all sister. of our days. Doctor Parlay, can you give me a Captain Kirk out? Uh, Captain Kirk out, and the new one. I, I watched the new one last night. And I think it's gonna make it. And uh, beat me up, Scotty. Charlie, have a good weekend, brother. Ready, beat him up, brother. I'm glad we told him because it's three minutes. And Jack, I watched last night. Yep, oh, Jack, yep. All right, Charlie. He, he's great. Captain uh, Kirk out. Captain Kirk out. Ready, beat him up. All right, see you, Dr. Parlay. Whew. Good luck following that, Sean. What the <laughs> hell? Dude, my question is, how did Charlie and Scott manage to figure out how to dial a phone to get into this? I, those, those two guys boggle my mind. I think there should be some kind of FBI. They should be on some kind of watch list. People <laughs> And triple, triple Ds? What does that stand for? Damn dead drunk? Oh. <laughs> Anyway, I I can't agree with my boy Nelly anymore with anything he said. The Titans actively broke protocols and rules. Yes. It's just worth it. There's no question about it. It's ridiculous to allow them not to. Yeah, I mean, they went out. They had a man that you can't do this. You can't have team functions. So what do they do? They went to a private school. And what about having team functions? Exactly. And, like, oh, man, it's so aggravating. We can't do that. I can't do that with my job. We've had to have more people cancel events. We can't sneak them in oh, and do it in the back room where no one can see us. It's ridiculous. It is, we should have to forfeit. Sean, this, what a ridiculous day. Just from the Titans to whatever just unfolding on the Wild West of the phone calls, man. Oh, man. And, and the Jets. Let them fold up. Just yeah, the Jets are going to lose game. anyways. Make them forfeit. They're going to lose anyways. They suck. They're, yeah, just give them their first-round draft or something to shut up and go about your business. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I'm headed to Minneapolis this weekend, ground zero of all the nonsense. Hey, go so get if I never talk to you guys again because I'm in jail for the rest of my life or cracking someone's skull, I have had a pleasure talking to you, gentlemen. Hey, Sean, well, Sean, before you go, there was a rebuttal. Scott called back in while you were talking. Oh, he did? He said, you let, would... me, let me guess. He said, right? Well, he actually, he said, you wouldn't know him if he wasn't weird. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, okay, that's great. Just because a fork is bent and just because it's unique doesn't mean it's useful. See ya. Peace. Oh my God! What is happening right now? It's, I love it. Fridays, Friday morning in the nine o'clock hour. Yeah, uh, Friday mornings in the nine o'clock hour always gets wild. And Sean, if you you are going to Minnesota, and if you do, unfortunately, you know, pass the pearly gates. 
We'll make sure they don't chop. They don't. <laughs> they don't tap you down as a COVID death, buddy. And we'll let Scott do your eulogy. Yeah, Scott will do your eulogy, and Charlie will test the kegs at the party to make sure they're okay. <laughs> and Dave from Monona will be there wandering around aimlessly. For our sports director, Zach Heilprin. Zach, good morning, my friend. How are we doing today? Fantastic. Well, do you got a little uh, giddy up in your step because uh, Graham Mertz finally met with the media and uh, just g- gave us incredible, incredible sound bites? Yeah, did you get all of them? Did you get all uh, 17 of them that I sent you? I've been playing them a lot today, and Graham Mertz, all right, real, Graham Mertz, he just, it's, he just sounds like he's confident, doesn't he? He sounds like a starting quarterback. Sounds like QB1, which is exactly what he is at this point. Yeah, he was uh, – he's good. I mean, if, if we're being selfish, which in the media we are, you know, there's a me and I in the word media. So um, as as good of a person as Jack Cohn is, having Graham Mertz to be able to talk to is much better for business. Yeah, uh, people are just obviously um, – it's unfortunate that Jack Cohn went down with injury. You never want to see a guy lose his job because of injury. But, I mean, that's football, right? You're going to have injury, and you're, it's always the next man up mentality. And Graham Mertz, have they named him the starting quarterback yet? Yeah, they haven't done that yet. But QB coach John Budmeyer said yesterday that it is trending that, or is, you know, they're leaning that way, and if everything plays out, that's the way it's going to happen. I'm I'm here for it, man. I am totally here for it. So um, we had a in our in our insane insanity that was last segment. We did have a couple callers bring up. There was a little sports peppered in, and I think it was I forget who exactly it was, but talking about the line protecting Graham Mertz, and he's gonna be put on his butt a lot. Uh, the line for the Wisconsin, what? yeah, exactly. Can you can you share how good this line is going to be for the Badgers? Well, I mean, we don't. We'll see. They do have to replace some guys, but Cole Van Lannan's an NFL-type player. John Deeson was headed that way before injuries you know, stepped up on him, and that's the left side of the line. Got Kay Lyles, who they think is going to be fantastic at center, and then you have two guys that played a bunch of football last year in, in Logan Bruss and Tyler Beach at right tackle, and then behind them, a bunch of four- and five-star guys. So whoever thinks that that line's going to be a problem um, probably should look into it a little bit. I believe that that was your buddy Dave from Monona. Oh, so we can't look into it, Zach. So he's a moron. All right, cool. <laughs> yes, I love it. All right, Zach, so uh, moving forward, I saw an incredible video posted on my man, your uh, Twitter account, at Zach Heilprin, and it was a total bombski from Graham Mertz to Danny Davis. Can you just like describe that video in a couple words? Uh, everything that everyone hoped it would be. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. You know I mean? like, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, it, was, it was a 50-yard bomb, put it right, right on him dimed it right on top of him, and it was actually pretty good coverage. Fayon Hicks was right there with him, and uh, the pass was just slightly better than the, than the coverage. But, yeah, he uh, – I'll be fair. I mean, like the uh, the pocket, speaking of pass protection, was slightly uh, – was was pretty up there. He had a pretty clean pocket to throw that ball, but it was it was money. and he, It felt like he barely put anything into it. You know what I mean? It's not like he ratcheted up and, and threw it as far as he possibly could. He dropped 50 yards with, with relative ease. Now, uh, when I saw that video, I got very excited for the potential yeah. Oh, yeah? and future how, of the Badgers. Now, I know as how, how excited did you get? Um, have you ever heard the phrase uh, "pitching a tent"? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, metaphorically speaking, obviously. Yes. So course. when I saw that, I was like, "Whoa, am I wrong?" And now I know in the media, you guys stay fair and fair, balanced, and not Fox News, but fair and balanced, and you don't want to put in you know, your interject your opinion. So you guys are always you know middle of the road. Me as a fan, after seeing that. 
Am I wrong on getting my hopes up really high for Graham Mertz with the Wisconsin Badgers and potentially making, oh, I don't know, let's we'll start easy, a Big Ten championship game, winning you know, number one, going against Ohio State, and hopefully getting into the playoffs because they have the fourth best odds of getting in. Yeah. Um, Am I wrong in getting my hopes up, Zach? No, of course. Hey, that's what, what, is, what does Stan stand for? Fanatic. Yeah, so, I mean, get excited about it. He's the best quarterback that they've ever recruited. He's the most talented arm-wise they've had since Russell Wilson. So, yeah, get excited about it. Does one pro make them Big Ten West champions and Big Ten champions in college football playoff and all that stuff? No, but we, we, see, the, we see the talent, right? That's, the, that's what the video shows. Well, the video shows the talent that he has, and I think that is what you get excited about. Could Maybe you... perhaps not the – outcome of what the season is going to be, but the excitement around him. Could you make the case that one throw would make the difference? I remember Alex Hornibrook in the Big Ten Championship game against Ohio State being like, what, a throw away from the Badgers potentially beating the Buckeyes? They were 43 yards away, but yes. Uh, I mean, they one were, bomb, they were one a, Graham Mertz bomb, yeah. that was 50-yarder to Danny Davis. Right, but we... <laughs> We haven't seen Graham Mertz hit a, hit a moving golf cart yet. So, oh, true, the Manning Academy, the Manning Academy. Until we, until we see him hit the back wheel of a moving golf cart, I think it's a little, little premature to, to say anything great about him yet, right? It's pretty crazy that we're talking about the one throw by Graham Mertz in October. It sounds like it should be like in a game, but no, it's just practice yeah. and it's 2020. Look, and here's the thing. Jack Cohn made a bunch of big-time throws last year. Yeah. I mean, the, the throw to Quintez Sivas in the, in the snow at Minnesota was – was a perfect throw, and that was about, I don't know, it was like 40 yards, 45 yards in the air. He made a bunch of big-time throws. So, um, you know, I don't think it's like this is something that Graham can do and nobody else can do on that roster, but it has to it has to be exciting to see a little bit of that potential show out, at least, you know, even though it is in practice. Now, there was another catch that was uh, from the other day. Um, oh God, I, I always – I know Chim you – Ray DK. Chim Ray, right? You can just call him Chim. That's what, that's, Chim. that's what everybody on the team calls. I know, I know you roll your eyes every time I ask, but my short-term memory struggles. Chimray DK had a one-handed grab. What is, uh, what's it looking like for Chimray DK as being a, uh, I don't know, a go-to option? Everybody that we talked to, uh, the quarterbacks, all the quarterbacks mentioned him as a guy that they're really, really excited about and a guy that, uh, you know, someone called him a stud. Uh, Graham Mertz said he's going to be a great one, so – He's only he's only a true freshman. Uh, Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor are still year one, one and two, and I think you know some of the other other young guys have uh, have played well in camp. But he's going to be the name to watch, and he's probably the best wide receiver that Wisconsin has produced. The state of Wisconsin's produced probably since Nick Toon. So I mean, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say he's going to have a Nick Toon type career, but I think he's got that potential. I love it, man. Zach Halpern, our sports director, joining us right now. Zach, a couple more questions before I let you go. Uh, let's just turn our attention to the NFL a little bit. Packers on the bye. Um, last night, I know you and I had some um, vested interest into the game when it comes to <laughs> no one really cares about fantasy football teams, but no. you and I, we had a wash right there. But, Zach, the Bears now move to 4-1. and one. They did beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Um, the Packers undefeated on that bye week, though. Are the Bears a threat to the Packers in the NFC North? How many points is Green Bay going to put up on that Tampa Bay defense if Chicago put up 20? Oh, I'm, I'm double and, minimum, and, and triple pretty, it. And, and that's kind of that's messed up, though, because Tampa Bay's defense has been pretty good all year. But, yeah, um, I, would, I would say Tom Brady and that, that uh, uh, Tampa Bay offense was probably the bigger issue last night. Are the Bears for real? That's the first winning team they beat. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see. And then do the Packers. The Packers don't really have a, a win against a – team with a winning record either so um I'm, I'm 
the two games against the Bears, I think those uh, those are going to be exciting games. Those are going to be obviously the ones that probably decide the division yeah. this year. The way that the two teams are playing, I don't know. It, it's so early. I mean, it's only what five games in, and, and it's kind of like that the who they played type of thing with college football that you get all the time. We don't know how good Chicago is, but I don't think anybody's afraid of Nick Foles. Um, the only person that really scares you on that team is is Cleo Mack, as we saw last night. Yeah. Um, and Zach, before I let you go, my man, um, when it comes to the the football NFL, the Tennessee Titans um, with the COVID nineteen, and you have uh, the Jets just have a presumptive positive, and they're going to shut it down their facilities, and you have you know Cam Newton with it, yada yada yada. Um, I know you don't know for sure because no one really knows for sure. What would you be more in favor of the NFL doing? Just like postponing the season for like a week or two, or making teams forfeit? to try to get these games in if, like, the Tennessee Titans breaking the protocol like they did? As long as – I mean, with Tennessee, I would have them forfeit games. Uh, they they pretty much spit in the face of the NFL in the way that they wanted, that they wanted teams to handle these kind of outbreaks, and they should be punished for it. Um, you know, but if you're going to give a, a forfeit to, say, the Bills this week, then you probably should give one to the Steelers from last week, no? Yeah. I don't know. Like, that, that's, that, that, to me, is a little bit – you know, you don't really have a – it's I tough. Don't I don't really have a good yeah. decision there, but but I'll say this: like I don't think the NFL should should shut down. They've had one outbreak. Uh, MLB had a couple of outbreaks and is now about to is about to play the NLCS and the ALCS. So yeah. I don't I, I don't think you shut it down um, until you have multiple outbreaks on multiple teams. But um, everyone's crossing their fingers, and I, I'm shocked that it hasn't happened in Green Bay yet, considering what's going on up there. But um, you know, we'll uh, continue. To, Cross your fingers and, and hope for the best because that's uh, pretty much all, yeah. we can, all, all we can do. Bye week. Packers on that bye, obviously, and they're in a spot that's the hot spot in America. Who wins this weekend, the Packers or COVID-19? COVID-19? I feel like COVID's undefeated. So, no! Um, no! Yeah. No, I'm, I'm go- the Packers have been smart, and hopefully that continues. Rowdy, do you have something to say? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. You went, did you want to say something about COVID not being undefeated? No, 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 no. No, he just wanted to say you're a very handsome individual, and we're oh, like yeah, that, that that beard you got coming in. I bet. And uh, give uh, give Dane your little puppy some hugs and kisses for us, okay? I will give a big one from Nelson. Who's your sure. good boy? Who's your good boy? All right, yep. Zach. We appreciate your time, man. Later. There he is, the PIMP of Wisconsin sports, Zach Heilprin, our sports director. Is this my guy in the desert, Raphael? This is. Hey, Raph. What's up, brother? How we living? Living pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing well, man. We had uh, we had a really bad beat last night uh, gambling. Uh, Nelson, can you tell our guy Raphael, our gambler to the stars, what happened last night in a prop bet? Yeah, so I really like Scotty Miller over in receiving yards, especially Ooh. once they had all, <laughs> all those injuries at wide receivers. A lot of running backs were dinged up. I mean, this is Brady. He likes to check it down. Why not give him Edelman 2.0 being Scotty Miller with Tampa Bay? He didn't even get a target, and they threw the ball forty times. Uh, that's that's a that's a rough one. I, I'm actually totally shocked at that. When I was looking at the box score late last night, when I was help grading some prop bets, I'm like, wow, this guy didn't even get one target. Yeah, it he was, was a tough. leading receiver. It was a tough scene, Raphael. It was not yeah. good. Um, I did see in my uh, email inbox from my guy VSI Doc Sports on Twitter, Raphael sent an email. I love your emails, by the way, Raphael. And you had a, a rough day in the NFL, it says, and you got some special. Props, Raphael. Please, God, tell me this isn't going to happen. One of your prop bets: Will the NFL season be suspended at any point before the Super Bowl? 
I, I don't think so. I mean, but it seems like each day a new team is going through a test this morning. The New York Jets uh, had one player test positive. So what's going to happen to their game now? They told Arizona not to jump on your plane yet uh, to see what, uh, for that game. So I mean, we're still in 2020. Anything is possible. I don't think so, but oof, the NFL has had a rough couple of days. Yeah, big. It's not good, Raphael. And what do you think? Uh, do you? Uh, I, I'm looking here. Will the Super Bowl be pl- uh, played on February 7th of 2021? What would your gut tell you? I'm saying no. I mean, just uh, this is only week five, and we're having these issues, and it's not going to go away. Uh, and they've already uh, told us uh, before the season started they have Super Bowl plans all the way up to March. So if you have Tennessee that's been going through some issues, maybe now the Jets and other teams. Why not just move it? Why not add other additional weeks? I don't understand why. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, I love football on a two Monday night games, now a Tuesday game. You know, I, I love all that, but I think this is only going to get worse, maybe not better. Now, how do you, as a, as a handicapper, Raphael, how do you set lines as, you know, there's COVID-19 happening? Like, what happened with, with uh, the line when Cam Newton all of a sudden tested positive and, and all of a sudden you have Brian Hoyer starting? How do you guys set lines? I have a I have a dartboard in my dart and I have numbers and I just throw. Uh, I mean that's that's what it looks like now these that's how it is pretty much now these days. Because again, look at college football. I mean, last week no one knew that Virginia Tech had 18 kids not playing in that game because uh, of COVID. It's it's a very, very difficult time. What we've just been doing is maybe just not taking those million dollar bets like like we used to with ease. Because we, we don't know who, what people know, if players are not playing, if they are playing, who's tested positive. Uh, we're just trying to adjust the money and move numbers accordingly. But it's been super, super rough. That's why Tums have been popped like Tic Tacs. Before we dive into some NFC North betting, Raphael, do, do you ever have it cross your brain to make a line of will, will Vegas be able to survive all of this? I mean, there is some, but most of the casinos have opened up. There is a couple ones that are still closing. California and Arizona have been traveling lightly. I mean, so it is coming. I mean, we've seen some. I mean, the hotel accuracy is still only in the 30s. It's going to take a while. It's going to be six to eight years before Vegas gets back to Did Vegas. you say years? Yes. It took, it took Vegas almost four to five years after 9-11. And this is much, 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 much worse than 9-11. No disrespect to people who lost loved ones on yeah, 9-11. That was a of perfect day. I was actually working at a casino called New York, New York during really? 9-11. So, uh, but it's going to take a very, very long time for Vegas to rebound. Wow, crazy. All right, Raph, so I'm looking at the NFC. No, that's eight, Jesus, 8 to 10 years. All right, so the Vikings going against the Seahawks at Century Link Field where Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited, and his company are favored by 7 against the Vikes. What are we looking at this, in this game, Raph? I think the Seahawks win, but I can see like a 34-30 type of game. A lot of points would be scored on this one. I'm going to take the Vikings plus the points, but I think they go 1-4. and four. Uh, But the Seahawks uh, don't cover. They go 4-1 and one against the spread because they've covered four straight games. Yeah, well, I guess I was going to do more NFC North, but the Bears played last night. Lions and Packers are on bye. Maybe you do like a special bet um, What who wins you know, over the bye week for the Lions and Packers. Packers or COVID-19, does someone get you know popped with the Rona positive? Maybe there's a little idea for you, Raph. There is, but let's talk about the best game on Saturday and the best game on Sunday yeah. is the game playing between the Cleveland Browns and the Colts. The best game probably on the schedule for both Saturday and Sunday is I can't wait to watch this. The Indianapolis Colts defense has only given up 29 points in three games. The Browns are playing like a playoff team. I'm sorry, the best game this weekend, including Saturday and Sunday, can't believe it's the Colts versus the Browns. Right? Crazy, man. Uh, Nelson made this pick. 
Now, I, uh, I've always been a Mike McCarthy supporter. Some would say an apologist. And they're Cowboys, them boys, going against the New York Giants. Re- tell Raphael why you chose this game, Nelly. I think it's pretty obvious, though. Well, I think just the New York Giants, their offense is just god-awful. When you average less than two touchdowns in 2020 NFL where points are just flying off the board and it's all about the quarterbacks and throwing the football, how can a team average less than two touchdowns Daniel Jones probably isn't an NFL quarterback. Saquon Barkley's done for the season. The head coach is a question mark. The offensive line is terrible. I mean, we know that the Cowboys can score points. I just don't see how the Giants can stay in a shootout with Dallas. I agree, and I don't know why we're getting money on the Giants. I don't know why some of the media members think the Giants are going to win outright. And I know Jerry's world is pretty much uh, you can steal a road game pretty easily there. We've seen it year after year after year. But this ain't the same Giants team. Eli Manning's not walking through that door. Barkley's not walking through that door. Lawrence Taylor's not walking through that door. I don't understand it. I think the Dallas Cowboys win and win big. I just don't understand why the love on the New York Giants, who only scored 18 points in two games. Yeah, they stink, dude. Uh, Raphael, before I let you go, my man, I know you love to do your entertainment prop bets. Do you have any that like you'd be like, hey, you guys would be interested in this? Do you have any crazy entertainment props? I'm working on uh, the Handmaid's Tales next season right now. <laughs> I'm working on some more Star Wars breading prop bets. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm working. I did some uh, pickup, all-electric pickup truck odds this week for, uh, for a couple of car magazines and Tesla. So uh, that was kind of interesting. But it's, it, but it's politics. I mean, the next, I can't wait for November Oof. to get over with so I can stop doing uh, so much research on the politics. Oh, my God. It's like just drives a man insane, you know? It's like poison for your brain. But money never sleeps, Raphael. Money never sleeps. Nope. No, money does not sleep. Hey, if we want to follow along with everything you do, which is some awesome stuff, how can we do so? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at VSI.Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Raphael Esparza. Raph, we appreciate your time, man. Always a pleasure. Love talking some gambling, and you have yourself a good weekend, all right? Take it easy, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. See you, buddy. Raphael, VSI Doc Sports on Twitter. Follow that, man. Some good stuff.